Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. In the time between holidays, we reflect on what has been and what will be. Do we, though? No. <laughs> that might be like a next week thing. Oh, well, no, we're going to reflect now. Okay. This is our end of the year episode. It's the end of the year. It is the end of the year. There is no more end of the year than this episode <laughs> right now. It's true. That is factual this information. Is, this is our game of the year episode. This is our recap of things we've enjoyed. And then it is slightly the... It is a, it is a glimpse into the future. Though next week we'll provide a bigger glimpse into the future. This is like a pre-glimpse. Foreshadowing. And with that being said, this is the Gamers 2 Podcast. Your weekly roundup. Our weekly roundup. You know, fuck you guys. It's our weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interests. Like... I don't know. Walruses. Walruses, huh? Walrot. Wal. Walri. Walri. I don't think that's the plural. Walrus. Just wal. Is it just walrus? <laughs> Single walrus. Many walri. No, I'm pretty sure it's walruses. Walruses doesn't sound right either, though. I mean, we can call it walri if you want. We ran with Stadia for its entire <clears throat> life. <laughs> we outlasted you, motherfuckers. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Uh, what? A, it's gonna be a short episode. Not gonna lie. Yeah, there's not much. I mean, there's, there's not much. I mean, it's a calm. It's a as, calm time of year, as expected. There's not much really to discuss. Uh, it's time to reflect on the year. Think about what you're gonna do with the new year. Um, that's you know that's all the insight I got for you. All right, sounds good. I like it. Works for me. I'm no philosophizer. I'm no gynecologist. Yeah, that too. Just love saying I will things. examine you, though. Oh, hey, all right, then. And we're canceled. Can <laughs> the uh, I do always enjoy just saying, if you're going to do that, I'm no, and then fill it with a profession that makes zero sense in the context of whatever is being discussed. Yeah. I'm no zookeeper. Like, just. Mm-hmm. That's fair. You just got to throw them. Yeah. Throw them through the loop. Be like, who's this guy over here? What the fuck's he thinking? Hey, have He's you ever crazy. Seen, have you ever seen this error show up on the PC? I'm no veterinarian. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, here's your new release list. Sports Story came out. It doesn't look too good. So, just a warning. Oh, really? Yeah. I watched... I. Fully trusted Ray because he's the one that got me to play Golf Story, and I really yeah. enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. So he played Sports Story, and then he's like, "Honestly, it's sad. It 
gameplay bugs, a bunch of other things. He's like, golf story's better. And I was like, oh, man. So I, w- I was watching a stream and playing it, and I was like, oh, I see what he means. And then apparently there was a tweet that I saw that I I not 100% positive on like how true it is or what it meant or whatever, but apparently somebody hacked the game and found a secret room that's like the little dev room. Mm-hmm where it's a bunch of devs talking or whatever, and a lot of the conversation of the NPCs in there are, oh, man, can you imagine if we made it work instead of just constantly adding more features or you know waiting for it to be finished and somebody quit, just stopped asking for a bunch of features and yada, yada, yada. So it sounds like there was a little bit of miscommunication potentially about... Oh, yeah. The old uh, developer, man- publisher. Management. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Add it to the pile. Yep. A story as old as time. Tale as old as time. Beauty and the beast. Alrighty. Yeah. Where where are you going? I'm going right into number one. Going into number one. Taking the big one. I'm I'm taking the big one. I don't know what that means. Number one. Microsoft filed its response to the US Federal Trade Commission's antitrust complaint over its proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard. The 37-page response covers numerous arguments Microsoft has already made in public or to other regulators, stating a lack of incentive to make Call of Duty exclusive, a desire to grow its minimal footprint in the mobile gaming space, and painting Sony's protests as those of a dominant market leader looking to hinder disruptive innovation that could benefit consumers. That's a very, like, thesaurus way to say, yeah, trying to keep another competitor down. The man trying to keep you down. Yeah, exactly. In it, Microsoft said, quote, Sony may prefer to protect the revenues it gets from more expensive individual game sales, but the antitrust laws do not serve to insulate the dominant market player and its favored business model from competition, end quote. The fun part is that Microsoft took issue with the FTC itself, quote, these proceedings are invalid because the structure of the commission as an independent agency that wields significant executive power and the associated constraints on removal of the commissioners and other commission officials violates Article 2 of the U.S. Constitution and the separation of powers, end quote. It also took exception to the FTC's practice of having its complaints initially heard by administrative law judges that are appointed by the FTC rather than a judge from the federal circuit and district court system. Beyond its arguments, Microsoft also acknowledged in its response that it intends to make three future ZeniMax titles exclusive to Xbox and PCs while the names of those games were redacted. Microsoft said all three, quote, are designed to be played primarily alone or in small groups, end quote. It contrasted that to Call of Duty, saying the Activision shooter was a more anal- analogous, anal- anal- analogous to ZeniMax games. It has continued oh, to bug me. It has continued to support on multiple platforms like Fallout 76 or Elder Scrolls Online. Quote, because these games are designed to be played together by broad communities of gamers on different platforms, end quote. Uh, So basically, Microsoft with one middle finger to Sony and another one to the FTC. I appreciate their... um their way of arguing because it's like completely logical. But I feel like at some point they're going to break and be like, we're literally doing everything right. What do you people want from us? But, um, yeah. Yeah. Another, there'll definitely be some of that. I do enjoy always in any legal battle that they just decide to go, uh, based on article two of law, you're in trouble. And you're like, (laughs) 
what? <laughs> you know what? Actually, I think I'm going to sue you. Oh, oh, you want to? No, no, no. You're, now you're in trouble. You shouldn't have opened your mouth and just let this happen. But now, problems. Which they're not wrong. Yeah. There are definitely some weird... We've, we've talked about it before. Money works. Yeah. And when money can skirt laws, that's here we go. Yep. Although it's... An interesting approach, unless they're just like... Like, if, if whoever's lining pockets. but Or if they're just like, you know, shaking down Microsoft, being like, hey, this can all go away. With a um, rather large donation to the FTC, uh, this personal bank account. They're like, hey, listen, Sony paid us X amount to start investigating you. You can pay us X amount to make it go away. And you're <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> you're not extorting us. No, that's not how this works. Uh, I mean, that's basically the government at this point. Just oh, no, extortion. I mean, that, that is how the, the government currently functions is full extortion. But I mean, like, Microsoft's on the grounds of that's not how this should work. Yeah. You know what I'm realizing? Now that I'm looking at the uh, six odd six articles, um, there's no like uplifting or like fun news. It's all just like depressing stuff. Hey, did you like consumerist holidays? Welcome. Welcome. All right. That being said, number two. Well, this one could be, I guess, uplifting to some way, but it's not exciting. Um, staffers from Blizzard Entertainment's Proletariat, yeah, Proletariat Studio, have announced that they are seeking to unionize. What? Uh, just that existing and then the Proletariat getting mentioned at the same time. Just, yeah, 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 that's a good point. I know it's not the Proletariat, but you know. The group of 57 employees formed the Proletariat Workers Alliance. The alliance made the union announcement on Twitter. Some of the group's reasoning for unionizing are... A flexible PTO policy, remote work as a permanent option. I know someone else who would like that. Hey, I'm right here. What's up? <laughs> My name's Nate. I do a podcast. <laughs> Open and transparent communication regarding compensation. Overtime is never mandatory. Policies prioritizing diversity, equity, and inclusion at every level of decision making. And that's it. That's what the list is. I enjoy the the comment. Overtime is never mandatory mm-hmm. because mandatory overtime it, is an oxymoron. It's it jumbo is. shrimp. It yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. If you're doing overtime, you've fucked up. I don't know. I trying to think of like how I would respond if someone told me I had to do mandatory overtime. I'd probably depending on the scenario, I'd there'd be a few there'd be a few things because let's be honest, Matt, money talks. Yes. So if a conversation is mandatory overtime and you're gonna pay me double or whatever yeah. for the time I'm doing over okay. I can potentially swing that depending on other things going on mm-hmm. in life. But if somebody just walks up to me, if we had been in our old scenario and somebody was like, we're pulling overtime this week. We have to get this done. It's mandatory. I'd go, you can fuck off. And I'm clocking out. I think at this well, stage of my life, then. okay. I think I would blank stare them for like an uncomfortable amount of time. Oh, yeah. And then just turn and walk away. I it, Probably at this point, it would be very similar to that where, because the conversation has come up with my boss, mm-hmm. not about mandatory overtime, yeah. but just like we, we've discussed like work ethics. Yeah. Uh, 
and you know she is older than me by x amount of years and there's another guy in the team that's the same way hmm. and we have the whole joke of like oh you know well stuff just had to get done and i'm like yeah and i stopped working at five it will yeah. be here tomorrow like i'm yeah. not I, I it's funny i had a similar conversation about that about how like people who talk about work outside of work yeah and I, my response was I was like, I don't know, man. I guess I'm one of those people that has the switch. When I walk out of here at four o'clock, I'm like, I work somewheres. Yeah. Like there was it. It, it goes back to we've discussed this before. Is a or we even talk about the topic anymore? It doesn't matter. That's yeah, um, fine. I guess tangentially, but we we we've talked about this on the podcast before, where I was having a part of, and I don't know if this is other. Uh, I'm asking everything else that went wrong at Target. Yeah. Part of the downfall of my mental and self at Target was I was friends with you, do like everybody else. So we'd go home and then play games together. And just bitch about work. And just bitch about work. So you <laughs> never you never left work because you were working and then hanging out with the people that you worked with. Yeah. And so always there was just a cycle of Oh man, you wouldn't believe what the manager did tonight, and yeah, and I'm like, great. Now I know what I have to do with it at 8 a.m. I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> That's gonna be bothering me all night, and then it's like you wake up and you're like, fuck. Uh, so there was never a separation, and then immediately I go work where I do now, and it's like, other I talk to a couple of people like outside of work. Mm-hmm. I don't play games with them. I don't really hang out with them. There's no like. I enjoy working with them. They're good, yeah. you know, good coworkers. I would go grab a beer if they wanted to or whatever, but it's just like for the most part separation. Yeah. Separation of church. I leave, state. I leave, we're done. Yeah. That's it. There's no there's no constant loop. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they were talking about like, oh yeah, you know, I'd have to stay late and just get things done. I was like, No. No, you don't. I was like, I, I left at five or you know, <laughs> whatever. Or Okay, I had to stay late tonight and get things done. I am now leaving early tomorrow. Like, yeah, I I'm not running a sixty hour work week and then charging only forty hours. Like, that's not happening. I do believe that a lot of people's work problems. I mean, this is this is uh, I should qualify that statement because money is always a problem for for a good amount of people. Money, yeah, the money's, money's a problem. A problem. For, money's a problem for me, and I'm okay. Outside of removing the money issue, I think the next biggest problem is people have a hard time having a a healthy work-life balance. I think there's definitely that, and then I think there's because you know, sure, it's different on like the commercial side. If you're trying, if you're for IT anyway, if you're like having to support something that's supposed to be up twenty four seven or yada yada yada. Mm -hmm. But that's where it comes into your management team at that point to not have one person like, no, no, you went home. It's now on Terry. Yeah, there's, there's gotta be like until, until there's gotta you, be a hard stop. Like until you come back in, that person has it covered. Yeah. If that person gets hit by a bus, we'll figure something out. But like, you know, no, there are, there are, should be backflows where it's like, no, no, no I'm not asking you to come in at 3 a.m. because you're the only person here that knows how to do that. Like that can't ha- that can't be a yeah. thing anymore. Mm. But so many companies are running at minimal things because it's profitable and yada yada while also wondering why they can't ever retain anybody yeah yeah i love the kind of funny the south the southwestern 
they uh, oh, the airline, airline thing. Nightmare. They essentially blamed IT. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, I didn't see them blame IT. They That's essentially a, that is a really bad crowd to try to blame if you're. They essentially blamed their IT, and I was like, thought it was hilarious because I'm like, oh, this is fucking classic. And someone on on Reddit in the news article basically said this the they were the first one to get out what everyone was thinking, being like, all right, this the IT you're currently blaming and using as a scapegoat right now are probably the same IT that was telling you that your infrastructure needed to be updated like four years ago. Like, And you were just like, it's fine. It's fine. Yep. Usually the case. Uh, I mean, there's battles that every IT person faces where they're like, you are running this mm -hmm. in a scenario that if this breaks right now, while I'm looking at it, you're out with, you don't have it for two years. Well, I have to like find a solution. Mm Mm-hmm. Or you pay money now, and we just run the other... We start at least getting ready for when that eventuality happens. Yeah. Because that's the other thing, is nobody ever wants to prepare. Transition. What? Uh, oh, God. I don't, I don't even know if I like this thing, but, like, death happens in an instant, but creation takes a bit. Yeah. So, like, the room can... Or the room, the machine, the program, the... Whatever they were blaming, South Southwest was blaming the right... All that can turn off immediately, but it's going to take you time to restore and build back up to what you needed new. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do that before the death, that's the problem. Life lessons. You're welcome. Do not contact me for your IT needs. <laughs> Unless you're going to pay him a lot of money. You're going to have to pay me a lot of money. Like, a lot of money. <laughs> The amount that Target would have to pay me to come back. I don't know if you have that much money. Yeah, exactly. Target doesn't have that much money. <laughs> that being said, just to bring up the Target thing while we're here, and we're just waxing poetic, there's only two more stories. Three more stories. Um, I walked through the store the other day. I've heard it. It's really rough. I walked through. It was the roughest I've ever seen it. Now... I haven't been in there in probably a couple of years mm-hmm. that I can remember any. Yeah. I'm going to say at least two, maybe one and a half. Mm-hmm. It's the roughest I've ever seen it. Worse than any time we were ever there. Worse than I've seen it since I left to now. And I was just like, what are you guys doing? Wild. Obviously, it's end of season, so it would have been a 240 end cap reset. Or, well, 240 is the, roughly the number usually yeah. that, that store had. Yeah. I think three of them were maybe done. The rest were emptied, which is also typical certain manager style. Yeah. To just empty all of them. Empty everything and then... Then pull everything. Then he's going to leave. Expect you guys to push and backstock everything. You know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The way I hated to do end caps was with him. Yeah. Um. But they they look like they're set, but there's nothing on them. There's no labels on them. There's no mm-hmm. anything. All of market still needed to be done. All market was empty. The one of the worst things to have empty going into into New Year's. Yeah. And I was just like, what? Are, what is even going on? And there's still the truck. What are those carts called? The U boats. Yeah. There's a bunch of U boats. All over. Yeah. And I was just like dumbfounded walking through there. 
Yeah, last I heard, I heard two things recently. Um, there's several trucks behind, which is hysterical to me. And How do you get trucks behind one truck? That, at one point, they were seven trucks behind. You get seven trucks behind. Um, I think the then, most we ever got was like one. Yeah, and then, and then we just did a double. And, and yeah, so and, it was usually when we took two trucks when we weren't really expecting one or whatever. Yeah. And then the other thing is that the store is getting a full, like, full remodel. Like Which, that I didn't see happening at all. Like, not like remodel like we did when yeah, we worked yeah. there, but like a straight up, like, like moving the entrance, like crazy yeah, yeah. remodel. The remodel that was always talked about while we were there. Yes. Uh, but there was no hint of that happening. Yeah, apparently. Or at least no hint of that being underway yeah yeah it was always just like discussion yeah but walking through it was just like man it 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 did prompt the text uh i texted to matt and i texted to dewey as well in our group chat and i was like honestly a solid three nights at most of doing overnights and matt dewey and i alone the three of us would have that entire store fixed at least with their truck situation and the end caps oh yeah because we just move there's no like we just get things done Retail is an interesting beast. That uh, it should be like compulsory service <laughs> retail, that or like fast food or something. Well, the fast food's going away, anyways. So, you know, it's all robots. Now. Speaking about fast food going away, we'll just continue down this trend. Sure. So I was in the Raleigh airport. Okay. Over the holidays. Oh, I got, they had I got this, another fast food store. I can say. Go ahead. They had this thing. I don't know what I don't remember what it was called now. Something locker. Robot locker, I don't know. We'll call okay. It. I don't know what it's called. But they they had like three kiosks, three or four kiosks. Typical touchscreen like ordering kiosks. Or they had an app, I guess you could use. And then there were these I think they were like pink and blue or whatever LED'd up lockers, like cube door lockers. Okay. In the wall. Probably forty of them. And the way it worked was you either went on the app or the kiosk and you ordered your food and then it would like ding and tell you what door your order was in. Then you would open it up and get your food and leave. But it was, you know, the whole like humans clearly behind the backside. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I assume anyway. Yeah. And guy behind there's the no, yeah. A little Wizard of Oz happening of just. Hey, you can just do this here, and we'll just put the food in the thing, and you just pick it up and leave. And that, that was it. And I was like, I'm really intrigued, but I kind of need to go get in the car and go to the house, but I'm intrigued. <laughs> that is fascinating. My uh, my fast food story is, um, so they're closing all the McDonald's on the thruway. No more McDonald's on the thruway. Really? Yeah. That's weird. It is weird. Uh, Why? January 1st. They lose a deal? I was going to say a bad, I think it was a contract. Not- it was a contract thing. Because they've been redoing all the buildings now. They have, and in the Westmoreland one's still not done. Yeah, so I I don't know. I I don't know if it like it clearly was a contract thing, but I'm wondering if there was a they couldn't come to an agreement on nice. whatever. That'd be my guess because they are closing January first and being temporarily replaced with like whoever, not even like just like random stuff like uh your typical like vending machine style oh yeah yeah 
Yeah, so I could see them still probably having a place in there, like a physical spot for a fast food thing until like yeah. they come to an agreement with somebody type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Interesting, though. Fascinating. It truly is. Anyway, that's enough for story time. Let's talk about news episode, news story number three. Oh, I'm pumped for this one. Naughty Dog co-president Neil Druckmann was featured in a recent interview published on the New Yorker's website. The chat mainly focused on the upcoming HBO TV series adapted from The Last of Us, but there was a comment about his next game. Druckmann apparently told the interviewer that his next game project would be structured a lot more like a TV show than anything else Naughty Dog has made thus far. He later clarified via Twitter that he was referring to an increasingly collaborative creative process behind the narrative, thus more akin to a so-called writer's room. Everyone's writing them, writing, trying to trying to move the needle on the video games more towards the... Uh... Which is wrong. Stop doing that. I can't express enough how incorrect that is. You do not ever want to be Hollywood. I feel like they are getting... So clearly video games are, as a medium is becoming more... Is mainstream and is getting that mainstream respect and put it on the same level as movies and, and TV shows, which is warranted, justified, all that good stuff. But these people that make these AAA games are getting like, you know, mystified by the fact that they're getting recognized now. And they're like, Ooh, Hollywood, we can be like Hollywood. And meanwhile, you have these indie games that are making like this crazy innovative stuff. Yeah. The actual transformative stories. Yeah. And the better writing and everything else. And they are just, it actually makes me mad when I read shit like this. Because mm-hmm. I'm just, it, it goes back to the, you're so far up your own asshole. Yeah. That you cannot see the light. Until you get further up just enough and you see it come out of your own fucking mouth. That's how far you're in your own asshole you are. Because it is so bad you you do why do you want to be hollywood so bad the days of your the happy days gone way gone you had your own thing you had your own kingdom why are you looking at the other kingdom over there you don't need it you don't need little Pulaski's desk you don't need it that's a reference you already had everything and you were killing it and then you got confused Rockstar has had writer rooms for the last few, and you want to know who doesn't come out and say stupid shit like this? And you want to know who writes a better game than you, Neil? Rockstar. We, I feel like we, speaking of that, I feel like we forget how good GTA Five was. It was amazing. And like how that was... Ten s- years ago. Ten years ago, and how innovative that was with the three different storylines that you could... Hop through whenever you wanted to. Hop yeah. back and forth. That also converged and diverged. Yep. Not counting all the side missions. That's crazy. I came out 10 years ago. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, think about that. Our relationship's 10 years old. Think about that. Longer than that. No, it's not. Really? I don't think it is. I don't think we were 2011. 2012 was a 360 release and PS3 release for GTA. Maybe. Okay. And then PS4 
2013, and that's when we all were playing together and whatever. Crazy. That's when we all reconverged because you were never on Xbox that often. Because mm-hmm. I never, I, I, other than having your gamer tag synced up, I never remember actually playing with you on Xbox. No. Until we were all, we all had agreed at that point to do the PS4 switch, and then yep. we just went to PS4. Yeah. Because I was on Xbox, and when I started working at Target, everyone was PlayStation. Yeah, and I was and so Xbox, I, and then so I went. I've got a PS3, and then. Yeah. yeah. 2023 is 10 years. Yep. Nuts. Wild. <laughs> it is wild. Wild. Does that mean I know, I've known your wife for 10 years, too? Probably, yeah. What are we on? Number four? It's crazy. Number Holy shit. That means also Dewey, I think. Yeah. We're all around that yeah, same 10 year mark. Same exact 10 year. Mm hmm. We're fucking old, man. <laughs> I know. You don't have to tell me. I was like kneeling on my knees today, like oh, I just and you felt it, and I was like, "Man, my knee hurts." <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm old now." Fuck. Well, that's the whole joke. You when you do like you when you do floor work, mm-hmm. you're supposed to have like the yeah the knee pads, knee pads, so they don't die. Yeah, and I just make noise all the time when I move. I'm just like, oh, the old. I what noise was that? Yeah, I I well, that, I, and I also do the, like, uh, like when I get up and down, like, I move around, I do the grunts. I do that for definitely getting out of uh, out of the couch. Mm-hmm. I definitely do that because I sink into that couch a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or, like, getting off the floor. Same yeah. thing. Just that. Ugh. Yep. <laughs> All right, number four. Four to the floor. Um... In the latest episode of the Digital Foundry podcast, John Linman reported that the Switch Pro was indeed a real project. However, Nintendo ultimately decided against launching the console. Quote, I think at one point internally, from what I can understand from talking to different developers, is that there was some sort of mid-generation Switch update planned at one point, and that seems to be no longer happening. And thus, it's pretty clear that whatever they do next is going to be the actual next-generation hardware. End quote. He later added that Nintendo would be doing a proper Switch successor instead, likely for a 2024 release instead of 2023, though this part is just a prediction. I mean, I'm not surprised in either part of that. Yeah. The other um, contributing factor was that um, in 2024, NVIDIA's next um, SOC is supposed to be ready. Can't remember what the code name is for it or whatever, but no, it's, I don't either. It doesn't but also, matter. But it also makes sense that you wouldn't do if you were Nintendo. You wouldn't want to do a half step now because you were released before the current show. So you don't want to do a half step, which mm-hmm. doesn't put you on to par with them. You want to do a full step, and at least come close. Yeah. Anyway, number five. Since this week is short, let's talk NCSoft's next MMO. NCSoft shared a director's preview video of its upcoming next-generation MMORPG, Throne and Liberty. Here's some of what the game producer said. The world which has no boundaries is the foundation that allows players to connect with one another. Take, for example, an underground dungeon with a separate entrance and main area. In it, there are multiple floors and spaces, but we have connected all the spaces together. Open living space. (laughs) Moving immediately. Wait, what? Moving immediately to the lowest floor is possible. Aid can be given or damage can be dealt to others on different floors. 
By connecting the interior, exterior, top, and bottom of the dungeon, we hope that players can share this common spatial experience. They talk a lot about three-dimensional space. Because I, I, did, I didn't do the whole thing. So, like, in seeing the gameplay, the little bit of gameplay with the fucking, like, flying around and all the weird different traversal stuff, I'm wondering if that's going to be one of their shticks is the whole, like, 3D space thing where you can, like, go between floors easily or, like, up and down mountains or whatever. I don't know. It could definitely be interesting. It would be... It would be very cool to have a, rather than phased dungeon, mm-hmm. when thinking about like WoW terms. Yeah. Like, oh, I fight the boss on this platform, and then they jump to this one, so I go there type of thing. It would be kind of cool if it was just, like, the the boss just went wherever they wanted to. Like, it wasn't timed. Mm-hmm. They were just constantly, like, doing whatever they wanted, and you were able to just jump and follow them. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I turned into the, whatever it was we saw them. Turned into a bird and fo- followed up there, and I'm yeah. doing that thing now. Like, Or, you know, the, the boss splits itself into mirror images, and you guys can just all split and go do different fights and type of thing. Like, it would it would definitely be cool. It would make it feel more dynamic than just, all right, we're yeah. now to phase two, now we go to this platform type of thing. Yep. The design director of Throne and Liberty, which is the name of the MMO, said that the game features a classless system where the roles are defined by the two weapons picked by players. I'm curious if that means picked at the start. Like you pick a bow and a gun, that's whatever you are. Or if it means like kind of kind of Guild Wars 2 style where depending on which one you currently have equipped means what role you play. Yeah, I'm thinking that one. Which that, I could get away, I could be like, okay, that makes sense. If it defines your role, versus like, Guild Wars defining your ability lockage. Mm-hmm. So, going. Guilds will fight over control of so-called possession stones. The guild controlling them obtains enhanced capabilities and some necessary raw materials. And that right there means I'm not playing the game. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of um isn't that kind of what uh it's a little new worldy. That's the game I'm thinking of. I got you. Yeah. Me, your MMO export. Hello. Expert, not yeah. export. I do not export MMOs. That would be interesting. Cash cow. I <laughs> wish. Uh NCSoft confirmed that Throne and Liberty is targeting a global release on PC and next generation consoles, aka current generation consoles, in the first half of twenty twenty three. So hey, pretty soon. Yeah, I mean it did look pretty complete the little bit that they yeah. showed. I'm always just intrigued to always see a new MMO show up to the space. So Yeah. If it's free to play, I will check it out. If it's not free to play, I will watch somebody play it. And if I watch somebody play it, they better not be a PvPer. Yeah, I don't know why I love MMOs, but I don't actually play them. I just think they're super... I did play them at one point, but I do think they're super fascinating and unique. There's just so much endless potential in them, so... Oh, yeah, I... I mean, we know. I have a problem with MMOs. I love them. I adore them. Yeah. They're beautiful little creatures, and I want to see them thrive. Mm-hmm. Only the good ones. The rest of them, you know, we smother them with pillows. I still want the ones that get smothered with pillows to have the good organs harvested out of them and put all into one creature and make a Frankenstein. 
Frankenstein MMO. That's exactly it. Frankenstein MMO. Someone's got to kill WoW eventually. Whoa, hey, whoa, hey, hey, hey. We don't need to talk like that. But it's the rule of this. It's the, it's the Sith rule. You know? There's always another? Well, no. You got to, you know, it's got to, it's got to rise up and, and kill, kill its master. Right, but there is no, like, Final Fantasy is the closest yet. It still hasn't killed it. I know. How long are we saying. waiting for Final Fantasy to until an, until we wait until one comes that can kill it, and maybe it, maybe it never happens. Also, Final Fantasy was the Wayward Apprentice. It just kind of showed up and then fizzled. Yeah, maybe. So now it's kind of in that like gray area. New World's like the Darth Maul. You know, showed up for like a quarter yeah. of a movie, and then got cut in half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he took at least somebody out with him on the way. How can we fit this in there? What what what? Stadia? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, New World showed up and killed Stadia. Because um, Lost Ark also showed up. Yeah. But, they're closer to like bounty hunters. Yeah, yeah. They show up and they're just nuisances. Yeah, because they're not they're really like a main the, they're threat. They're there to take shots at the leader, mm-hmm. but they're never going to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. They're like a, like a, a fad. Yeah. They're getting paid by other companies to try to go kill... I know MMO is going to come along, and we're going to be like, oh, man, this might be it. And then Blizzard's going to be like, psych. <laughs> They're going to come out and be like, the biggest update to WoW ever. We've man- we've mer- we've moved everything over to a brand new engine. They're, they're you want to gonna... know what, what the biggest thing they could ever do would be? Hit us with it. The biggest thing. And it would piss People. We're gonna be talking about WoW for a long time. Actually, next story. I know. WoW. I know. Well, so we're not gonna talk about it for this. I don't really have too much to say on that, other than I'm happy it exists. But we'll get there. Okay. Um, the biggest thing they could do would be a full ground up redesign. That's what I'm saying. Like that would be like what they would. But do. that means changing the core fundamentals of WoW. Mm-hmm. That I think would be an undertaking that is not feasible. It'd be like a brand new game, essentially. They even if they like ported it the problem is that wow is a processor game it's a single thread game Mm. it might be two threads now but it's so bad like your whatever gpu you have doesn't fucking matter yeah your cpu is your throat Mm. and if you just choke the life out of the cpu you open up task manager playing wow your gpu is doing nothing it doesn't matter so it's like cool please fix that that would be a great first step and then also move off of whatever and just ramp the f- graphics. Kill off the the tiny people that can't play anymore and go nuts. And it'd be really entertaining. Even then, their graphics have been great. Well, I mean, you could... I think they could... I think they're at a point where they could get away with it simply because WoW Classic exists. Yeah. Leave WoW Classic as that and then make your new version of retail not a CPU-based problem. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. One could dream. Uh, dream to dream. Number six. More WoW talk. Blizzard has released... World of Warcraft Dragonflight's 2023 roadmap. The studio is planning to release six content patches, including two major updates, fairly evenly spaced throughout the year. Blizzard President Mike Ybarra said, quote, We're increasing the cadence to which Warcraft updates content, starting, starting with Dragonflight. Uh, we want a living game that always has an adventure waiting, end quote. Wow executive producer Holly Longdale said, quote, in planning out the roadmap ahead following the release of Dragonflight, we've been mindful of the duty we owe our players to nurture this living world and, frankly, the need to do better than we have at times in the recent past, end quote. The two major updates planned for release next year will introduce new zones, raids, and seasonal rewards. Longdale said that other, the other four updates will include new world events, system updates, dungeon experiences, narrative chapters, and cinematics, Quote, that can serve as epilogues or as prologues to the next major step in the adventure. And most importantly of all, more opportunities for us to respond to feedback and change or add elements based on what we're hearing is most needed by our players. End quote. Any thoughts? Nothing, nothing that's too... Thoughts and prayers. All good things. Good that they're acknowledging it. Good that they put it out. But it also means nothing. Yeah. So it's... It's it's a good to see them acknowledge that they've fucked up recently and like, mm-hmm. hey, we need to be better and yada yada. But also, saying and doing are two different things. Trust but verify. Exactly. So that's just the world we're in. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Let's hit up some pretty quick things here, though. The PlayStation 3 emulator RPCS3 is now capable of running every released PlayStation 3 game. That doesn't mean every game is a, in a playable state, but hey, still impressive. 
according to Art Station profile of Frank Alberti, the release date for Death Stranding 2, an upcoming first-person shooter by PlayStation, and Firewall Ultra will be at some point in 2024. I don't think he's getting Death Stranding that quick. Number three, Ninja Theory is promising dev diaries for Senua's Saga Hellblade 2 in 2023. Which Where the means, fuck is that game? Which means you're not seeing the game until 2024. Jesus. Uh, number four, the Division movie seems to be on the back burner. It lost one director during COVID, and the current director has a packed schedule, and I think you shouldn't make it. Ding, ding, ding. Number five, one of the voice actors from Deathloop inadvertently revealed that there is something in the works for the franchise, either a sequel or DLC. He confirmed that he is still working under his codename attached to the game. And once again, actors don't know when to not talk. Number six, next Monster Hunter may be announced during the Tokyo Game Show. So hey, if you like punning monsters. Number seven, Ukrainian developer GSC Game World debuted a new trailer for Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl. A little bit more actiony, it seems. Yeah, less stealthy. For sure. Less stealthy and and like creepy thriller esque. Still radiated. Mm-hmm. Number eight, a PlayStation Five game titled Silent Hill: The Short Message received classification from the Taiwanese Game Rating Board. The board assigned a PG fifteen rating for violence, horror, and inappropriate language. Silent Hill: The Short Message has yet to be formally announced. What do you think the short message is? Um. I think it's exactly what it says it is. A short message that's basically like, hey, we're back. We're doing, we're, this is, I mean, they've already announced a slew of Silent Hill stuff, but I think this is just going to be like the, a surprise, like, first. Foray. Yeah. Number nine, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom Nintendo Switch Special Edition has leaked online. It's very gold and white. Hold on. Come here, buddy. Come here. Meow, 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 meow. I guess I could actually read these. Um, number ten. I was just appreciating you doing the meow song for the rest of the podcast. Uh, new game plus will be coming to God of War Ragnarok in spring. Any plans to play it? No, no, no. Um, I do plan on trying to go back and finish it. I need to. It. I need to still finish the game. Oh damn! I need to platinum it. I've, I dude, WoW has sucked me. In. <laughs> Ooh, sucked him. All right, <laughs> I can't blame you. <laughs> it sucked me in, and I've just kind of been so just caught into that that it's like playing anything else. Doesn't. Yeah, that's it's all right. I need to finish it though, like. You're probably really close. I'm pretty sure I am, but that's why I'm like. Where I do you know just... what you left off on? Uh, the same thing you saw me doing before. I have to go to Freyr. I know that's where I have to go back to. Okay, uh, depending on what what you do, you 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 might have a lot left. You might not. Depending on what I do. Well, there's like a whole fucking area. There's like this huge area to the oh, game that yeah. I don't think you necessarily have to do. I might not. I might just blitz through the main story and then leave that. Like, keep it installed and just be like, I can go. If I ever want yeah. to just kind of. I do enjoy the just the fighting. Mm-hmm. But I also think that, that in me enjoying the fighting has also been what's distracted me from being further in the game in certain ways. Yeah. Eh, 
uh, PlayStation Plus monthly games for January. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Fallout 76, Axiom Verge 2. It's a pretty decent lineup. Tom Henderson strongly believes that GTA 6 will be announced in 2023 with a release date of 2024, but then be delayed into 2025. Hilarious. A complete non-public internal build of Horizon Forbidden West with complete debug-enabled Decima Engine build has leaked publicly. That's interesting. That is very interesting. Why would that happen? I don't know. Hmm. There's a whole slew of leaks recently. I like old game leaks, too. The source code what? for Silent Hill 2 leaked. What are, what are they up to? What are you guys up to, huh? Are you just... I have an interesting, there's there's more stuff left, but I had an interesting thought the other day. What's, what's, um, what's Kojima going to do for the Microsoft game? Everybody thought Silent Hill. No, I mean like logistically, because all so far for Death Stranding, and I assume Death Stranding too, he's been using the Decima engine. Right. Which you can't do. But then remember, he made the comment that they had to form a new technology. He was running his mouth about how whatever they wanted to do has not yet been created. Okay, so you think it's engine related? I think it. I think that you Decima think they're doing. I think Decima couldn't do what he wanted. I'm wondering if he's trying to go down the same route that Jade Raymond's doing with PlayStation and doing some sort of cloud cloud thing, like some sort of cloud engine thing, potentially. Or he might have needed to leverage it. Like Microsoft was like, "We can have a way to do it. We'll use this," and that mm-hmm. ends up being kind of similar. But it's just like, yeah, yeah. you want to talk about being so far up your own ass. <laughs> he's he's one of them. Uh, Sony is holding a conference at CES on January 4th, and it is expected to heavily feature the PlayStation VR 2. Uh, it's funny because still nobody's really talking about it, I think. I would agree. I think I think we nobody will until it actually has a release date, because I think everybody at this point is... Is just tired of hearing about it with no release date. I have a coworker who is. Um, I think they have a release date now because um, they had they were there. Some weirdness happened to where they it's it's February fifteenth or February twelfth or something like that. Or I guess yeah no I think that you're, I think you're right about that. So I rephrase my statement to say until we actually see it. Yeah. Uh, I have a coworker who also thinks that Sony's being really aggressive with pushing it because he the sheer amount of emails and stuff he's gotten about pre-ordering it. Yeah, they might be aggressive in pushing about it, but like, I'm not even hearing influencers talk about it. Like, ones yeah, that I would expect to be hearing. Talk yeah, about well, it. his thing is he thinks that they're not getting the pre-orders they think they should, and that's why they're they're just like constantly yeah hitting it with emails about pre-ordering it. But I also again back to. That's probably true, but I can't even say like all the football I watch and yada yada. That no I've one's seen a commercial for it. No, because because they still they haven't, haven't they shown haven't, you. They anything. haven't shown anything. Yeah. So it's Tokyo Game Show is going to be really interesting. Hmm. Uh, and Blizzard's end of year update published on Thursday it was revealed that Dan Hay has joined the company to helm its new survival game IP. Dan Hay comes from Ubisoft, where he produced uh, Far Cry Three. Through to New Dawn, and then creative director for Far Cry 5. Uh, Polyphony Digital has clarified that a PC version of Gran Turismo 7 isn't in development. 
is not in development. A what version? PC? PC version of GT5, 7. GT7. Because, you know, the guy made the comment saying like, oh, it's a possibility. So everyone immediately was like, oh my god, they're doing it. Yeah. And he was like, guys. I said the word possibility. It's a po- It's literally a possibility. We're not doing it. There's a possibility possibility that hell freezes over, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Anyway. That's it. It's been seven days. What you been up to? Uh, nada. I had a really strong plan to play Stray and start High on Life, and I did neither of those because um, Thursday, after I got home from being here, I went to bed. And then was woken up at midnight by the cries of a small child who had a fever. So up until about today, we've been dealing with a sick child, which over Christmas weekend, it was really bad. It's temperature hit 104. Um, And then, you know, we had the long weekend, which he was sick all long weekend. And then since the since like Tuesday till now, he's been hacking up a lung. So. All my plans were ruined, as per tradition. Um, as the cards dictate. Yep. Got, like, Friday night, I think. Thursday night, I got, like, three hours of sleep. Friday night, I got about four hours of sleep. And then, obviously, it's Christmas weekend, so. Yeah. I mean, I, I was hoping to play Stray and High on Life, but neither of those things happened. I might skip Stray and just start on High on Life. But, you know, no promises. Simrig came in, sitting in boxes behind the door. Yeah. Don't know what's gonna do. What? No plans for that right now. Blind ordered it, realizing I would not have enough room for it. But in a happy coincidence, my um, overlord, significant other, went on a rant about how we needed to declutter and clean the house, and I was like, "Yes, we do," because you know, naturally, I need you to make need, room yeah, for this you, thing. You're going. Uh-huh, yes. Yeah. No, do you not know my secondary yeah, plans? Yeah. <laughs> Which they got the text message, the fun text message where my wife thought it would be funny to like. I knew she was being playful, but it was fun to be dramatic about it. But she's like, what is this? What are all these boxes? And Oh, you got the text. Did she tell you that she snapped Dewey and I and yelled at us? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> she snapped us and sent us a picture of that and goes, did either of you encourage this? And I didn't see Dewey's response immediately. I only saw the image and Dewey said. Uh, yes, we did, or something like that. And I said, I've encouraged nothing. <laughs> and she's like, I don't believe you. And I was like, I say, no, I say nothing. I said nothing, or else I would get in trouble. <laughs> uh, she was watching one of her YouTubers who's getting a divorce, and I sent them a thing that she's currently watching a YouTube video about divorce as a new parent or a new mom or something like that, and. I was yeah. like, yeah, nope, not you can't put this on me. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's basically been what I've been up to. Nothing exciting, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, so other than uh being attacked by his wife, uh nothing constant. Nothing else has been really true for me, I guess. Uh went and visited the fam over last weekend. Doing the old travel, and then the... Did the travel. Had only only one travel issue. Managed to get out of New York before the storm hit. Got to D.C., and they're like, hey, we canceled your next flight. And I'm <laughs> like, but why? 
They're like, why? We just canceled it. I was like, I, that's not an answer. They were so like, I don't flight, like you. There was another flight to the same <laughs> destination three hours later that was still on. So I was confused. There was a flight. Also, interesting that they didn't just give you that flight. Apparently, it was full. So, like, you know, I couldn't get on. Uh, and by the time I got through to customer service, they managed to find me one single seat left over at Reagan. So I had to taxi from Dulles to Reagan, then go through security, get on the plane over there, and then I was able to make make my final destination. So I didn't have to like stay anywhere over one night or anything, but still annoying. Uh, yep, down there. Good food. Definitely put on weight. So... You gotta. Gotta work it back out. Uh, otherwise, yeah, just back here now, chilling. I I have realized that the amount I of the amount of fucks I give, living alone, becomes very evident of about four days in, mm-hmm. to how many I don't give. Yeah, that island downstairs. Has just been cluttered with shit <laughs> until like three o'clock today because I was like I just don't I don't, I don't care. Yeah, uh, down there I had enough spot to have like a bowl of oatmeal this morning, and I literally walked back upstairs like, yep, all right, perfect, I'll deal with that. Well, later. when you're like one person and the house, oh, yeah. this house is pretty pretty sizable. It's very much one person. I go, I deal with it later. Yeah, you can escape whatever areas are. The rooms I was frequenting were fine for what yeah. I I lived in. But then I was like, yeah, I'd, I'd walk down there and I would just kind of like look at something and I'm like, ah, I gotta clean this up at some point. That's a later me problem. <laughs> I just go back and walk out of the room again. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, but yeah, so that's that's it. Max was pumped to have me back, so. as he should be. Oh, was, I did kill two mice this week. Yeah, two nights in a row. Bang, bang. Use yeah. the oven at one point? No. No, I did put... So what I did is I put... I have the traditional traps that are just, you know, the cliche wood with the metal spring trap. And I put them inside a bucket that I lay on the ground so that if there is any blood spray, you know, it's it's contained. Uh, first night, woke up, mouse and trap. Great. Success. Success. Great success. Thinking, all right, deal done. Next day, more mouse poop. I'm like, what the fuck? Set up the next trap. Didn't even have it set up for 20 minutes. And fucking the mouse. We're still downstairs. We were like walking around the house, going in and out of the kitchen. This motherfucker decides that. Time to go. Yeah, he's like, all right, I guess I need to commit suicide. Um and sprung the trap and didn't die immediately. So like he those are fucking the fun ones. Yeah, he like crawled out of the bucket and was thinking he was going somewhere. So you know whatever. And now we're in like the the guessing game. Is like is there a third? Like is this like do we got a whole fucking like fam? We got a whole family. We got a nest going on here. Where are these motherfuckers coming from? So now we're in the waiting game of like mm-hmm. you know do I need to get a flamethrower or something? Burn the house down? I don't know. Just like let in like a, a fucking litter of cats. You just gotta to get just... a ghillie suit. Yeah, yeah, a ghillie suit, obviously. Ghillie suit and sit in the kitchen and just be like, seventeen hours, no mouse. Yeah, waiting. Mm-hmm. Sitting there with just two traps in your hands. Yeah, ready to just throw them. 
Mousetrap. <laughs> Try to just catch him. Uh, <laughs> Sam, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm hunting. Shh. Uh, It'll just be like the whole kitchen floor. will be just mousetraps. Yeah, it'll end up looking like the movie Mousetrap. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Or Mouse anyway. Hunt. Mouse Hunt. Yeah, Mouse Hunt. Nathan yep. Lane and... That, that was the only excitement in my life. Hey, at least you had some. Yeah, that's true. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, mine's just been, now that I've been home, wow, 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 Oh, and I've been watching uh, in the morning when I'm just kind of playing and there's not really anybody on. I'm into episode eight of Rings of Power. Nice. I never actually finished it, so I was going back. Nice, nice. Amy just watched it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She liked it a lot. And she watched after that, uh, she you know, watched. her and I, just yeah. right there. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then after that, she she's like, I now need to watch the extended version of Lord of the Rings. And she watched all of them in one sitting. That's 12 hours. Hey, listen, she would do whatever she wants. Yeah. Not going to tell her no. Yeah. Makes you happy, I guess. Go yeah, I won't do that. I will finish this and be happy with where it ends. Mm-hmm. You got like one episode left then. Is isn't it only eight? So I think I'm in the last one. Maybe. It's eight or nine. Yeah. So I'm either I either have one to go or I'm in the last one, one yeah. of the two. Which if it's the last one, I really don't know how they're gonna wrap everything up. So there might be one more. Uh, Do they speed wrap everything up? Because that would be that would make sense then. If they poorly wrap everything up and like a well you, Where what's happening in the episode you're in right now? Uh trying to remember the true drop-off point they have the stranger kidnapped or like captured the Mm -hmm. other people the weird fucks yeah they have him captured and they just did the whole like role reversal trick to kill the old dude and capture the Mm -hmm. thing and then whatever starts happening at that point i pause so i don't see what actually causes them to turn around as she's being threatened that might be the last episode and so then i, I think saw, that is the last i episode. saw the balrog get created oh you are are you talking about awaken like you saw yeah, him you see him up? awaken yeah yeah you're i think you're in the last episode you see him awaken mordor's been formed uh they discuss the Gladriel is still trying to figure out who uh, the King of the Southlands actually is. Mm-hmm. She's, she just asked the person to go into the... Uh, yep. To go find the records to mm-hmm. figure out who he actually is. Yep. Uh, they discuss the idea of making it a circle to do it on a crown. And then, therefore, obviously, we're going to get rings instead. Yep. Um, yeah, I think yeah. You're, I think you're. I think you're in the last episode. I think. Can't remember what his name is. Bugging me now. Hallbrand? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, the show definitely, like, the f- whole entire first season's strictly laying ground, laying down, like, the ground, the ground works, like, it's not. It's kind of an interesting approach, I think. But I'm curious to see what they're going to do for a season two. 
like how how much further can you can you walk the line before you just end up in the movies like there, um, there's there's technically years worth of time obviously that happens. they kind of the way that w- one of the storylines ends they kind of leaves it open to like they could just go nuts yeah cuz that's the and you'll the true timeline of between that and then uh you'll kind of it happening all right so there's like yeah yeah well, i mean we can... is is it's a massive timeline and there's a lot that you can talk about and mm-hmm. go through in that entire scenario and whatever but there's just that line that you potentially walk mm-hmm. where you well, have you have a finite end where you mm-hmm. kind of you have for, to change the name of the movie. Or the that's of the kind series. of that's kind of the, the 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 hole though, and that's where they're they're kind of I think where they might slot in is that's for the half of Middle Earth we know of, right? Which is the part where it gets weird, where then you, if you go full Silmarillion and do the other stuff, fine, but like yeah, you're gonna you're gonna reach a point where you I think you'd still have to have part of the the known middle earth mm-hmm. discussion because that's where that's where the majority of your casual fans are sitting yeah i mean there's a whole lot they still need to do numenor still needs to be destroyed um isildur still needs to found gondor like there's like yeah, yeah. i don't even know if they're gonna talk about the whole lost kingdom of anor either like that's a whole nother thing and then where they leave off the one storyline, it's like, well, if you're if we're going that route, then like, fucking, I don't know anymore. Like, you know, it's just kind of like you could do whatever you wanted. So, yeah, fun stuff. You gonna do? You gonna you gonna watch Andor at some point, or are you, you unsure? Yeah, you still haven't watched any of the Star Wars stuff. I, don't I plan to. I plan to watch Endor at some point. I'm going to watch that before I watch any of the other stuff. I need to watch Witcher, too. Witcher Blood Origin or Season 2? Blood Origin. Blood. Season 2 I watched when it came out. I'm, I actually am going to skip Blood Origin. I think I'm going to watch it just to watch it. But I'm not. I, I'm going to watch Endor first. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna watch, depending on like how everything lines up for myself. And Andor is my next one on my list of like things I need to watch. I'm pretty sure. And then it falls to like things that aren't out yet. Man- uh, Mando season three and whatever. Yeah. Because I'm not. I'm not watching. Uh, Boba Fett. I don't think I care enough to watch it. Yeah. The only. The only. I know I'm gonna run into issues in three. In Mando season three, where I have to like go. Well, I mean, box. you could almost like if you don't, you could you could literally watch the last like two or three episodes of Boba that just are, you know, that just involve uh, the Mandalorian, and you'd be fine. Yeah, I so. I'm sure there will also be some like summary before. Mm-hmm. Season three shows up. Yeah. And then I got to finish God of War still. And, you know, I got to do a couple other things. So it, it, the time is a little. 
There's not as much free time as one would think. Got to watch some movies. Glass Onion. A couple others. So yeah, I, I have I have my media, uh, consumption cut out for me. <laughs> and I've just been just been plugging away as I can. Mm-hmm. That's why WoW works. I can watch something at the same time usually, but like I can't watch something during God of War. Yeah, at least not something I would want. Not something I would want to pay attention to. Yeah, like I, I, I almost had. I had it earlier too, where I was like, I was playing WoW with certain things, and I had, uh, Rings of Power on the second screen, mm-hmm. and I would hear something, and then I would, I'd be like, I was listening, and listening, and then I would catch something, or I was like, wait, what? And I realized I was getting too distracted, so I would like rewound it to where I knew I was, paused, and then went back to playing WoW, and then like, yeah, to put myself in another like, okay, I'm not doing anything today. I'll watch Rings. Yeah. So. It's whatever. Yeah, that's all I got. Anything looking forward to the next year? Um, the only thing that Anything is quick, I guess, because we'll obviously cover it more. Not really. I mean, I think the first thing that we'll probably register is um the Harry Potter game. Yeah, that's true. That's really it. Um, I am. Yeah, yeah, I'll leave it at that for now because we'll we'll cover we'll cover that more. Yeah. Uh. I think we both agree probably on our game of the year. Um I don't really have a game of the year for things I've played. I think the only thing that even comes close for me is God of War. Yeah, I guess if I had to choose one it would be God of War because like I haven't played much. The only other thing I've really played was Horizon and that's not Yeah, I mean Dragonflight's up there on my time consumption list. Yeah, yeah. But Horizon it... was good, I enjoyed it, but yeah, I think God of War is better. Yeah, uh, I would agree. I still think God of War has its own issues. Mm. I think if I, I had play, to... I didn't play Elden Ring, so... I didn't play Elden Ring just based off of, like, things I've seen, what I've... The, based on people's reactions of it, I would just give it to Elden Ring. Just be like, yeah, yeah. it's probably... Just if strictly I, on a... On a, on a like, uh... Impact level, Elden Ring would yeah. be... A lot of fun to watch. I can't wait, uh... To potentially see more speed runs of it so yeah the one at hgdq is pretty quick and i'm sure they've shaved massive time off so mm-hmm. adq here coming up in early january will be a lot of fun yeah i am low-key i will say i'm low-key excited for 2023 solely because i think i'll actually be able to start playing more games again because the little guy is like a functioning well, yeah he's older now a functioning human being like he can he's starting to communicate he can move around on his own. He can entertain himself. Like, yeah. So it's becoming his own man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, he's still little, but yeah. he's like not helpless. Yeah, yeah. So, also, there's that tipping point though, where now he's also his greatest enemy. Yes, that's true. So, fine line. Yep. But yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm low key excited for 23, in the sense that like. I don't know. It's the same. I think I said the same thing probably going into 22 where it's like, I just need to watch myself more mm-hmm. of oh, good habits versus bad habits yeah. type of thing. Yeah. It's just, I would I, say like, I desperately need to find a way to either work out in the house or get better heat in the garage so I can actually lift or sack it so much to the point where I have a winter subscription somewhere, I think mm. to be able to actually lift. I think um I think you have a lot to be pr- 
proud of, I guess, for 2022, knowing how difficult it is to get into routines and to like to do like work out and stuff like that. I think you, it was a, a decently successful year for you. Yeah, I started and stopped a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's the part where it's like I kind of want to just yeah. like try to lock it down and do a consistent thing. Yeah. Honestly, your best bet would probably be some sort of like maybe like a wood pellet stove that you could find like secondhand or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but even that the the kick is not it's it's so weird because the kick isn't that I need it to be warm while I'm working out. It's that I need it to be warm all the time because the issue isn't the room being cold. Yeah. I can fix that with a space heater. Yeah, the issue it's, is I was saying, it's the... the actual like bars will not unfreeze themselves mm-hmm. without having been in ambient temperature long time type of thing. I mean, maybe the solution is we we go nuts and insulate the fuck out of it and then throw like an electric heater in there. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of insulate. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta like look at it and see yeah. what I want to do. I mean, electric heater would be the obvious choice, but then like they use a lot of power. So it's kind of like, yeah. And like, I'm not worried about the power thing, but you always just do, you know, run the, the fun issue of, you know, starting a fire with an electric yeah. heater and everything else. So it's well, like I'm thinking there's... like a baseboard heater, not like a, Oh, yeah. like a, Buy like a baseboard heater, a single baseboard heater for one side, and then maybe throw a ceiling fan or something in the top. Yeah, but that like requires fundamentally redoing that room, mm-hmm. which yeah. is possible. It's Either just way, like, work. Yeah, there's work. just there's there's things like that. There's other things I need to do. Um, but yeah, just try to keep myself in a good mental shape and or good well, good mental. Yeah, good mental, which is difficult enough, but <laughs> good physical and a better physical. Next week we'll think we'll think on all these things. Yeah, we'll, we t- we'll discuss them more, more in depth. Yeah. There's still no new games next week. There's not games until the week after that. So uh, we will see you guys in seven days. Then, bye bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.